All right, guys.、Um, welcome back to another episode of、uh, Quarantine Diary. This is Kevin.、Um, today I just got off work, and then、um, I want to do an update for you guys. And quite frankly, I still have a couple of things planned out for the Marketing Cycle book by Howard Marks. And、um, if I want to be honest with you guys, I am sick of ta- talking about marketing cycles. I, I, I just. Don't really care about sharing marketing cycles anymore, so we're gonna pivot today. And then、um, I finished the marketing cycle book about a few days ago. I've been reading for the last couple of days, and to be honest, nothing that I think piques the common interest enough for me to share it with you guys. But like, say I'm reading a book right now about Richard Feynman, who is probably the Uh, best regarded physicist slash teacher in the modern history, right? Like this book is like a memoir talk about a f- graduate physics student and his encounter with Richard Feynman towards the end of the eighties. You know the last years of、uh, Richard Feynman's、uh, before he passed away, right? But that book is interesting for me because I want to see how other people perceive Ri-、uh, Richard Feynman. But the thing is, is that you know, um. I'm not a big enough physics nerd to <laughs> to bring it onto the podcast, so I have been thinking what can I talk about today, and then I think one of the things that I can contribute, something that is worth sharing, is when I'm you know making a decision about purchasing a book, should I go for the paper version, you know hardcover or softback, or should I t-、uh, purchase a Kindle version? The reason I have been putting in some thoughts into this criteria, this decision framing network, is because like whenever I listen to podcasts or I do some research on a certain topic, a certain intellectual, whenever they have you know books published, I always kind of get into this dilemma of trying to decide whether I should get a book in paper or will get a book in Kindle version and. I've been trying to figure out if there is going to be a way for me to have a certain rule, you know, quote unquote decision framework, so I don't have to think about that decision anymore when it comes to buying books, right? And financially, I'm at a point where I I can buy books without thinking about the financial impact. I just want the most, you know. Uh, the best way of purchasing books and the convenience of it and. I just think that sharing this with you guys can help me solidify my decision framework, and then,、uh, so it's something available for everybody. You know, in the sense that if you are a reader of books, if you are, you probably are listening to this podcast. If you're not, I probably bored you out of your mind like a few months ago. So, I want to talk about just you know the argument for Kindle and for paper books, and argument against Kindle and against paper、uh, books. And towards the end of it, I'll share my own personal kind of to be developed framework, if that makes sense, and how I should pick and how I should make a decision. Okay, let's dive in. So, the argument for paper book, first of all, the texture of the page, right? If you get a nice hardcover bounded book, the smell of the book, the texture of your finger touching the high quality paper, the clear ink printing, the font. There is just some physical feeling about reading a paper book that 
is intriguing and is you know keep people buying paper books. I I I totally get that, right? And secondly, there's also an argument about retention, in the sense that、um, if you are writing on the paper book, if you're highlighting, if you're taking notes on the margins, your retention is going to be much better than you know say digital notes or writing on the iPad or typing up the notes. And number、um, number three is that. If you really want some books that are cheaper, you know, you some of the time the used book, the used paper books are cheaper than Kindle, and sometimes you can only get a used book because the book is so rare or it's rel relatively old, around like you know fifteen to seventeen years old. Then sometimes getting a used book is actually better because it's cheaper and you're getting a paper book, right? Now. The next reason is probably the reason why I purchase paper book the most is for gifts reasons, right? For example, if there's a book that a、uh, subject matter you know is a nonfiction book, of course that I read, I think okay, it, it might be good for my parents. So let's say the next time I go back to China, I'll bring back the book. I'll probably purchase a paper one. If I say okay, some of my friends who might be beneficial from this, and I will purchase it in. Paper form, and you know, hopefully,、uh, when the time comes, birthday or whatever, I can give them the book right as a gift. So I can actually write out some handwriting messages on the front, and then be a nice gesture. And、um, next reason I I can think of contributing to the benefits of a paper book is that it's really easy to reference it. Uh, people can use a little note system. They can use a little index system, or have little like plastic sticker towards the end, where you can navigate to different parts of the books easy, easier and quicker. For example, like yeah, there's this book that I read. It's like the intro,、uh, introduction book for benefits and you know investing. It's called、uh, "I Will Teach You to Be Rich" by Remy Sati. Like that book, I have it on Kindle. I have highlights all over the Kindle version. Let's say you know a few weeks ago I was trying to decide what my benefit should be. I was trying to reference it, and I wish I just have a paper book on my bookshelf to just go over it and then find the section that I want to know, and then just get the information right there. I think you can do it with, um, um, you know, Kindle, like, but it takes a couple of steps, and you know, I just think sometimes just paper book, flip it, you get the information, done, right, and. Last benefit of a paper book is that it looks cool whenever you are、uh, reading it or whenever you are、um, putting it on a shelf. You have a full, completely filled with books on the bookshelf. It just looks cool, and it just looks good for me. I don't know, right? Now, <clears throat> the argument against paper book. Why I don't like paper books? First of all, is the size and the weight. I remember before I got into、um, Kindle, like I was on you know a flight to China, and I had to bring like a couple of books, and those things will weigh a ton. Like that would take all my room in my carry-on luggage, and I have to like, you know, switch books in the middle of the flight to get a book, and I just a whole lot of hassle transporting the book, right? And secondly, I think this is the biggest, my biggest reason not getting. The paper book is that the only way that you can read paper book is sitting down on the table, or on your lap, right? Or 
Like you cannot read it when you are, let's say, doing an audiobook when you're running, when you're walking the dog. Or, you know, let's say you're out and about, you're waiting in a line, you want to do a quick pages of reading. It's very, very hard for you to pre-pack your book. Let's say you're going out for a coffee or something. But on your cell phone, you have the Kindle app and then you can have access to hundreds of books on your phone, right? So those are the good things and bad things for paper book. <clears throat> now, Kindle, as you can tell, I'm a Kindle person, right? I made a switch a few years ago where I made an investment on my Kindle and I love it ever since, right? <clears throat> so the number one thing about Kindle books is that it have no size, it have no weight. Um, as long as you have the hardware, you can have thousands, if not tens or thousands of books on your Kindle. And secondly, um, it's really making switching on the books easy. You don't have to worry about taking, uh, taking um, space on your bookshelf. You're done with the book, just say click, exit, and you go back to your home screen and you can jump into a, like another book. Right? You, don't, you don't need to wait for shipping, wait for de- delivery, a lot of those things. Now, <clears throat> another thing is that it's easy to highlight. Now, for me, I have a Kindle system, which is a software subscription that I'm paying for, is that whenever I make a highlight on my Kindle, and it will pull it into a database, and then it will put a, the database into my note-taking app, uh, uh, Evernote, and then the software give me 15 highlights every day randomly to help me with recall. So granted that probably reading a Kindle book is not beneficial for recall, but I have a backup service that can help me to remember automatically or put in a database for me what I just read. So it makes it easier for me to reference it if I need to. Now, next benefit for Kindle is that the display, right? Um, you can change the fonts, you can make the words bigger for people that have eye strain or people that are older that probably cannot really read a paper book anymore. You can do gigantic Kindle character size where you can still read a paper book or you know graphic books or you know you can still read the text easily if you're getting the Kindle version. Next is uh, waterproof, right? Paper book is hard for you to uh, bring it next to your tub or next to the beach. Kindle, most of the Kindles, in my opinion, are, I think they're waterproof, so you, you should be fine right there. And probably the most important thing that I've noticed for Kindle books is they're cheaper than paper book. Because paper book, you're talking about transportation, you're talking about printing costs, you're talking about a warehouse to store it. With Kindle, and you know, if you're within the Amazon ecosystem, like most of my Kindle books are like a buck or $2 or maybe $5 at most, I, you know, like Amazon constantly pump out, you know, paper uh, Kindle deal every day where that's how I build up my most of my Kindle collection. And it, it just don't have to, to deal with shipping and storing, putting in a warehouse. So it's most of the time it's cheaper for Kindle. Okay. The not so good thing about Kindle, first of all, is it's hard to gift, right? You need to ask the person, hey, do you have Kindle? Do you have Nook? Do you have your email? If I send you the book, how can you access it? It's a lot of work, right? If you give them a book, they can flip it and they, they can read it right away. And secondly, it's hard to read uh, ebook cross-platform. 
right? Like here in the U.S., you know, if you want ebook, you have Google Playbook, which is not ideal. You have Kindle, which is a monopoly, and you have like、uh, Apple's iBook. Like you know, Kindle and Apple iBook don't talk to each other, right? So it's really hard for you to have a collection if you don't just loyal to the one company. Um. I can see that most people argue that the Kindle is bad for re- bad for retention. I get that, and Kindle is probably bad for pictures, right?、Um, if you have like an RC book or like a graphic novel, you probably want to get it in in a paper form. But、um, I'm talking about like the you know like the、um, ink book, right? Not like the Kindle app on your phone, like the black and white ink book is very very bad for、um, graphics. And you don't get the feel of you know flipping the book, having the fresh ink smell along those lines, and Kindle sometimes they glitches out.、Uh, that that happened to me once in a while, and somebody can argue that the highlighting system on a Kindle is not ideal, and then、um, it's bad for the eyesight if you are reading Kindle on, on your iPad or something, right? Because people are tired of staring are staring at their screen twenty four seven. So. After all that jazz, right? So here is kind of like my fundamental rules in terms of deciding which books to get. First is obviously availability, right?、Um, if the book is older, you probably don't have a Kindle version. I probably purchase the、um, paper version if I'm still in still interested.、Um, and then the price. Kindle books are generally cheaper. Right, if you're talking about let's say the paper book is like fifteen bucks, the Kindle is like eight bucks. I will get a Kindle every single time.、Um, even though like the price difference are smaller, let's say one is nine bucks, one is ten, I probably will still go for a Kindle because I have the freedom to jump around to skip, and I don't feel like I I have to deal with the physical part of the book, the heaviness, the weight to it.、Um, The reason I'll go for a paper book, like I said again, it might be used book that is a lot cheaper, maybe like four or five bucks compared to a nine bucks Kindle book, or I think it looks interesting enough where it's good for gift options. So with all that said and done, I still prefer ebook over paper book for those reasons. Um. So my decision framework is really simple: availability, price, and I'm leaning towards Kindle. And、um, yeah, that it has been on my mind for the last a little bit. If I don't really have something to talk about for tomorrow, I probably talk about all、uh, all. Yeah, I cannot talk right now. I'm tired. Probably talk about audio books tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. If we don't have any more books to talk about, so、um, if you like this podcast, please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or whatever you listen. And、uh, you guys stay safe. I'm signing out right now. All right, guys. Bye.